fear as a tool. But when that light hits the sky, it's not just a call. It's a warning. Who are you under there? I'm vengeance. Welcome back, dear listeners. Welcome back to the James Bond Complex, a complex where we, the podcast where we discuss and rejoice and analyze from everything in all shapes and forms, from Fleming to film and everything in between. Bum bum. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I got you distracted. <laughs> no, I, I wanted to do that. So, and I, I am one of your co-hosts, Jason Kim, and I am joined by my none other than my creative creative uh i'm, I'm one of the ghosts i'm also one of the <laughs> no, so i'll still give you a good adjective for, i'm i'm joined by my and i'll just same creative co-host oh you can't see my glass because i got my batman glass uh, for this episode so fellow batman oh, okay. fan fellow fellow bat fan matthew claire and what are we talking about today uh we're not talking bat. about about James Bond. This is one of our in-between episodes, and we are going to discuss Matt Reeves' The Batman. The longest really... movie of the year, too. But we're here to talk about the, the latest uh, interpretation, adaptation of Batman, which, you know, you have been so eagerly awaiting that film for all uh, since it's been announced you've been jonesing about it talking about it to us and i i must say i was very reluctant uh i was you know it's not that you know i i i, I don't hate robert pattinson i've never seen the twilight films neither have all. i neither have i but that's where a lot of his hatred comes from you know, it's it, how many Batman has we had in the last 40 years? We had Keaton, we had Kilmer, with Clooney, with Bale, we had uh, uh, Ben Affleck, Fleck, Fleck. And, we had Adam West, and this so this is our seventh, so eighth, seven, if seven. ninth, if you count the two guys that played him in the 1940s in the serials. Yeah, uh, but fine, but from since the 60s, there have been almost as many batmans as there have been james bond actors official james bond actors because yeah. we're gonna get a seven we're gonna get a seventh actor so seven batman seven bond actors yeah, and, and, and yeah in how many movies there's like what 10 10 batman live action batman movies yep. anyway i must say i that's one of the, the reasons why i was not that excited it's the umpteenth batman movie what else can you do with the character i'm more of a comic book fan and animation fan so to me like the the, the movie batman uh, the, the batman movies are sometimes yay sometimes meh mostly meh i think there's only two good ones uh and th there might be a That's third it. one on my list now i was afraid that the it, this might be uh a sort of uh, Christian Bale's version light or it nothing excited me 
Um, but when the reviews came out, you 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 uh, left the theater theater and you texted us and you were overly optimistic and excited about what you had seen. So uh, I knew Edgar saw it, but was not you know was not as sort of excited he's all, as you. But but he's also not the biggest comic book movie fan. So well, he, 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 he's he's a bit like me. He, he's he's. Uh, He's sort of um, saturated with, you know, the, the past yeah. 10 years we've been saturated. Yeah. But Batman is my favorite character. I mean, I'm always so, somewhat curious when I see a Batman movie. So I plumped up my, I don't know how much money I spent because I, I, I went to see it in the VIP theater. I'm a huge fan of Matt Reeves, the director. And because I loved, I really loved what he did with the, his two installments of the Planet of the Apes pre, uh, prequels. So... Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and War of the Planet of the Apes. One of the common themes that is reflected across all of Matt Reeves, humanity is morally very wretched and beyond salvation. Let's dig in because uh, yeah. uh, I, I don't want to record a three-hour podcast. Uh, uh, it starts, you know, it starts with the, inter- the main plot is that uh, someone's murdering gangster throughout Gotham City and leaving clues that Batman has to solve. And eventually it leads him to f- uncover um, sort of a conspiracy within Gotham City. And that eventually uh, it leads to uh, Batman confronting the, uh, the, his, own the pa- his, his own past. His own past and the man, the, the, the murder, the serial killer named the Riddler. Penguin is part of the plot. Catwoman is involved. You also have Carmen Falcone uh, thrown in, to get in that, that film. All characters that we've seen in previous situation. But, uh, you know, they, they took the, uh, the light and, the, and turned it very dark. It's, it, you know, I, I, I was watching that movie. First of all, I was sort of auditing it for, to see if I, 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 I'd be uh, able to uh, bring my, my, my nephews uh, and even niece to see that movie. And uh, the verdict is, no, I'm not bringing them to see. Wait till, they're, well, wait till they're 13. There was, some of them are 13, but it, I know their their level of concentration and passion, patience. They, they, they won't be able to stay uh, and watch it, that movie. It's too long. And it's honestly, that there are, there are scenes that are very disturbing. This is... This makes the Dark Knight look like Batman 89, and it makes Batman 89 look Batman 66, and it makes Batman 66 look like uh, paint, white paint, because uh, it's it's so 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 much darker than everything else. Uh, I wanted to keep continuing with uh, regarding your plot synopsis because uh, yeah. that was a very very good breakdown and. Uh, this was to me, even though it is a Matt Reese film, this felt a lot more like a David Fincher oh, film. It's, oh, yeah, it, it's it, clearly influenced. It, it is. I mean, it was very much. It was very much seven, and in the way that uh, all the Vic, in both the seven and the Batman, both Riddler and Kevin Spacey's victims were not very wholesome people. Like you know, like when Brad Pitt confronts Kevin Spacey at the end, not not the very end, but like in the car, he's like, "Wait a minute, I thought." All you did was kill innocent people. Innocent? Is that supposed to be funny? An obese man? 
A disgusting man who could barely stand up? A man who, if you saw him on the street, you'd point him out to your friends so that they could join you in mocking him? A man who, if you saw him while you were eating, you wouldn't be able to finish your meal? And after him, I picked the lawyer, and you both must have secretly been thanking me for that one. This is a man who dedicated his life to making money by lying with every breath that he could muster to keeping murderers and rapists on the streets. Murderers. A woman. Murderers, John, like a yourself. A woman. So ugly on the inside that she couldn't bear to go on living if she couldn't be beautiful on the outside. A, a drug dealer, a, a drug dealing pederast, actually. And let's not forget the disease spreading whore. Only in a world this shitty. Could you even try to say these were innocent people and keep a straight face? And that's the same thing that we're seeing in Gotham City here is like he killed a mayor who was in deep with Carmine Falcone. He killed a DA who was also in deep with Carmine Falcone. And eventually, spoilers, he, Riddler also kills Carmine Falcone because he, he indirectly blames him for the orphanage losing funding when he was a kid. I have to bring something up that you texted me last night when I walked out from the theater. Uh, Osh, you mentioned that you know apparently there 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 is rumored to be a villain, but there's a reference to that that villain within the film. Uh, what is that? I, I couldn't catch that. Go ahead. There are two. Uh, I, I, that's why I'm like when you mentioned that, I'm like, well, let me verify. Oh yeah. Because at one point, the word Ush, like, the Riddler is like streaming videos and the word Ush is, is shown on screen for a few seconds. But it's after, in the conspiracy that involves the Wayne family, there's some stuff about how uh, Thomas Wayne was trying to hide uh, Martha Wayne's uh, psychiatric uh, past from a journalist. And he uh, had the journalist, uh, he asked Falcone to put the fear of God into the journalist, but Falcon actually killed the journalist. But the journalist that was killed was, his last name was Elliot. And the uh, the villain Ush's real name is, if I'm correct, it's Thomas Elliot, and he's a childhood friend of Batman, so. Oh, it was, yes, I yes, good, good, good call. Great catch, Matthew. Man. I, I didn't. I, know, I, I don't that, know if, no, but it's. it's it, no, Thomas Elliot is one of the characters in Hush. I, yeah, no, good. I mean, good on you, Matt. I did not catch that at all. And the, I am a Batman fan. Again, I mean, the com the comics that I thought it it really uh, captured were, at least thematically, not so much in plot wise, were the Long Halloween. Even though it's, this is Batman's second year as in his crime fighting year one. No, no, you you picked. You're correct. It starts on October 31st. Uh, oh yes, so yeah, Long I Halloween. agree with that assessment. Yeah, the comics that I felt like that Matt Reeves really drew from were Long Halloween, Year One, Ego, and Martha Wayne's psychiatric past that was briefly touched on on Batman Earth One. Oh, I am impressed because not not everyone has seen has read that that one. That's a I, I that's a newer it. comic, so I haven't read this the second volume, but uh, yeah, I, I am I mean, impressed. <laughs> We're both impressing each other tonight. You, 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 you're showing your, 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 your bat, your, your Batman fan card tonight. Never leave the cave without it. I was trying to think, like, because Matt Reeves kept citing Chinatown, and and it's it's a movie that I really love, and I couldn't really think of how it connected. Maybe because, like, in that movie, all the city officials are just 
as corrupt as the mobsters are and which we clearly see in Gotham City yeah. but but then I re- on my second viewing then I realized what it was was uh Carmine Falcone played by John Tarturo 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 his car his portrayal of Falcone is very similar to uh uh what is it uh Noah Cross played by John Huston the vil- the villain in Chinatown I was like oh so that's what it was uh, that the connection was then was, and that makes me like the Batman even more because it drew from one of my favorite yeah films. Uh, yeah you know what uh, yeah now I'm picking up on something else I've never seen that that film itself but I've heard so I you know I've read uh, books on screenwriting and the, the, one of the books I read I always br- brought that movie up so I've feel like I've seen that movie without watching it because of that but uh, mm-hmm. I, I I know what you're talking about especially considering one character in particular uh and uh, the character's relationship with with, with Falcone uh that's a that's a good you know it's something from the comic that is reinterpreted in a very interesting way I I I really you know I I like this version of Falcone more than the one in Batman Begins uh-huh. You're taller than you look in the tabloids, Mr. Wayne. No gun. I'm insulted. You could have just sent a thank you note. I didn't come here to thank you. I came here to show you that not everyone in Gotham's afraid of you. Only those who know me, kid. Look around you. You'll see two councilmen, a union official, a couple off-duty cops, and a judge. Now, I wouldn't have a second's hesitation in blowing your head off right here and right now in front of them. Now, that's power you can't buy. Yeah, Tom Wilkinson. Yeah, same with me because uh, he was like a very genteel, not gentle, but genteel. So like he's very polished. When we are first introduced to Falcone, we see him at the is it the the mayor's funeral? Because I keep the mayor's because I keep getting the DA and mayor confused. So we see him at the mayor's funeral and. Ah, you know Bruce Wayne. Wow, is that right? His father saved my life. I got shot in the chest. Right here. He's very polite to him, but then behind the scenes or in the club, he's just a ruthless gangster and you know commits and like orders hits on everybody. And he's not the sort of braggart that uh, Wilkinson is in Batman Begins, where he's like very. He feels like a 1930s gangster at times. See, like oh, I'm- here's an. I just realized there's another uh, connection to Noah Crump. Chinatown's No Cross and Falcone is uh, that, that, and, I thought I thought you said that because of that. Oh, I, I said I said it more oh. so because of the portrayal. <laughs> I, I was saying because more so like both characters were like like you know like outwardly very genteel but like inwardly extremely. Oh no no ruthless, no! no, no. I thought you were referencing the, the the Carmine Falcone is the father of Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman or, or Did Wedlock you know Child. That? Did you? Because I yeah, that's from the comics. That's from uh, Dark Victory, the sequel to Long Halloween. I still haven't. Uh, that's the comic that I want to buy next. I still haven't read that. But th- it, it, you know what? There's a lot more Dark Victory in uh, the Batman than Long Halloween. But it's 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 the same theme. So it's uh, and 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 Dark Victory so sort of follows the same beats. It's in the third year of Batman, but instead of gangsters being off. It's uh, crooked cops uh, throughout the, the the so you got a we bunch got, of we got crooked DAs getting off too. Yeah. It's not uh, as gruesome. It's Catwoman being the daughter of uh, 
uh, Carmen Falcone is from the, those books because I it's not mentioned at all in year one. It's uh, and in year one she's clearly a, a, a prostitute when she started. In the Batman, she's more like a cocktail waitress in the club. Well, oh, that's what she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I you know, of, of the of the Catwoman that we've had in recent years, I, you know, I'm gonna be pressed to see 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 which one. I like the most in, in between uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, Ellie Berry, uh, Anna, Anna, Anna the way, uh, you know, uh, we can bring uh, Ertha Kitt, we can bring Julie Newmar, and I forget the one that did uh, Catwoman in the, the movie because it's not Julie Newmar, uh, but, you know, of all those, it's, it's going to be a close call between uh, Zoe Kravitz and uh, Anna Tway. Uh, I'm gonna go Zoe Kravitz all the way. Like I thought she was just like so. She was just so fierce and badass. And so Zoe Kravitz tends used to play a lot of like in her early years, like played always like the background or supporting character in a lot of major movies, but never had a lead role, such as playing like Angel and X Men, Mad Max. That's a, that's a supporting character. Yeah, like she, that's. Well, she, that's what I'm saying. Like she always yeah. played like supporting cast of like in a major movie, but never like a lead. And this is, and only recently I saw her play a lead. I, not the Steven Soderbergh movie, which I still have to see on HBO, but uh, in the HBO show called Big Little Lies, like she plays a really cool like hippie living in LA. And I thought her, I thought uh, like I was like so drawn to her character, and and uh, and she brings that same amount of like raw energy to Cat. As Selena Khan, Zoe Kravitz and John Tarturo were my two highlights of the film. I mean, I I would say the casting director deserves A plus plus because like every no, single everyone person, is uh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, I, I believed all those characters. Yeah, uh, I thought I thought the uh, you know it's it's a it's a it's a pretty smart film. I, I feel like it could have been uh, tightened a little bit, but the characterization. It, of everyone is superb like uh, how batman and the riddler are sort of they're, they're literal mirror of each other's they're they're both psycho psychopaths that have the same habits and it's and they're and they're both orphans in this yeah, case they're, bo they're both orphans but it's just weird when you see that huh like when, when as like Batman investigates and and discovers all these things about the Riddler, and he's like, "Huh, he does that. I do that too. He does that. I do that too." It's it's like he journals. Batman journals in that movie. Uh, he, he writes on the floor. Batman like graffiti. <laughs> he own, like draws a chalk. He draws his own map on the floor. Yeah, in his house. I'm floor. like, I was like, oh, that's that's weird. That when they finally have their confrontation, kind of like the Dark Knight. There's there. There, there are elements here and there of other Batman films, but they, they're, they're mixed with other ingredients that you know it still tastes like Batman. <laughs> so I it's, thought it's, I thought Paul Dano was more scarier and creepier when he's not in his costume in the jail cell than he was when he's all masked up, especially when he's like Bruce. Oh, he was. Wayne. But when you see him without the mask and he's sort of. He's an innocent. He's sort of uh, not mooing like a cow when he, so, he when he flips out, and you're like, "Wow, that guy's really, really." And he's he he looks like a loser, and that's that's 
that's that's what I appreciate about the, the Riddler because he's kind of a loser. He's not, I and mean, he's not <laughs> as smart as he thinks he is. Um, but at the same time, he's messed up in his head. I and I th I thought it was the best Riddler, and he. I, I saw it with our, our friend P, uh, friend Peel, yeah, 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 yeah. and Peel was creeped out by him. He's like he's he's like Jigsaw from Saw because he's a big Saw fan. And I'm I'm glad you brought up the big loser thing. And I'm not. And when I say this, I I do not mean to insult or create any political tension. But I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, the, I think oh, the reason why I, I know about, which, I yeah. know where you're going. Go go yeah. ahead. So so the thing I like about Thing, at least why I like the Batman films and or the recent Batman films, including Nolan's and now, not is that the bat the Batman films are very very timely. At least the plots of the all the recent Batmans have been very timely, very contemporary issues. In the Batman, um, Riddler is a very good reflection of the current like in online toxic incel culture. That's like very pervasive throughout social media. And when you see like all those, so like I said, I'm not trying to be political, but when you see a lot of the QAnon people on like oh, 4chans and, and all that, that's exactly what Riddler is. That's the first thing I saw when I left the theater. Batman fought QAnon in that, in that yeah. movie. I'm like, it's clearly because uh, Because, and then to build on that, uh, so like after Riddler's arrested, his follow, his online followers, dress up like him and continue his planned attacks and it was different than the way the joker instilled fear in the dark night it was it was very reflective of how things are in 2022 2021 whatever he sort he, he, he sort of um the uh, appropriated batman's i am vengeance and turn it into something that's super destructive it's a that and you know let's face it at the end after he creates uh, the, the apparently the Riddler, uh, that, that was a weird plot that I feel could have been integrated more. That the, the Riddler had bombs set up near a, 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 a seawall that create a flood of Gotham City. I feel like that that's uh, that's an element that could have been uh, more integrated into the plot. Anyway, it creates uh, a flood and everyone. Uh, that's sort of in the city, sort of uh, convenes to the Gotham. What is it called? Gotham Audit. Square, or it's like the Gotham Gotham Arena because it looked like a sports arena that, that yeah. was converted for a political convention yeah, or the mayor's the, victory. It it it, it, it the movie ends on the uh, on election eve, and everyone's going to to celebrate the election, and the flood gets in, and everyone's. In the building, and the the Riddler uh, goons start start shooting the uh, the new mayor. She she gets hurt, but not too badly. And Batman interferes, stops them. But still, at the at that moment when the the the, the goons are sort of storming the uh, speaking of storming, it, it remind me they're storming the the uh, the the the, the, the arena. The arena, yeah. I do you know what I'm gonna say? Storming, they're storming the it's storming the capital. It's it's January six all over again, and it's oh yeah, it is. It, it is weird because that movie was written and shot a shot during or like before before before, and I'm like wow, it's it's so prescient, it's incredible. Like uh, I I guess he had really this is the pulse of the uh, this the the the. the the, the world he, like he had a, a feeling where things were going it's so uh, it's it's kind of like halloween uh, 
I mean, kills where where it's very uh, also oh, yeah, very yeah. Uh, January six uh, uh, seemingly influenced, but it's not. It's, it, the, those movies were shot and uh, edited before the, those events. But wow, man, when I saw that, it's, it, I was sort of horrified when the, the you see other people get putting the gimp helmet on themselves. Yeah. I'm like, oh god, that's it's. I, I was really I, I i was a little bit grossed out it's it's that's the most horrific thing yeah. that people would follow a crazy person like that i would, I would say i'm not sure about your screen tell me if this happened your screen but like there are two moments when people applauded first is when batman appears out of the shadows and says, I, i'm vengeance and then at the end in this in the arena when like the gimp riddler's goons are out and then bat, the roof explodes and batman comes from the fire and then, like, he starts fighting everyone. Like, that's when everyone, the entire theater just applauded. I don't know if, but I know I cheered. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I don't remember. Like, I saw it uh, uh, almost, like, on a Tuesday afternoon, not with the most, and also in a very adult, uh, adult theater, how do I sound? Uh, VIP, 18 and older. So it's an older crowd. There were, the people were very uh, chill. Nobody was like, oh, my God, it's bad. That crowd was not, they couldn't afford tickets for those types of screening. But it I seemed, mean, because, go ahead. It seems that you you were, you went to the, the, the fan event, right? Yeah, so I went to the IMAX pre-screening. So it was like a press and pre-screening. And it was filled, my screening was filled with like just hardcore Batman fans. And like, so people who clearly read the comics, so like everyone when you know, like, so that's why people were cheering during like the certain when certain lines were delivered or when the batmobile came out of the fire and people clapped at the end i've been to screenings like that and it's great to see people go wow it's there's a there's a, almost like a concert like level of energy oh oh it was for mine and uh to go back to the gotham floods so i was t- i've been talking about the batman with one of our fellow bond fans uh sifu alex lamas i'm not sure if you yeah, know him yeah 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 yeah, because he's a huge Batman fan, and uh, he's he informed me that the flooding at the end is very reminiscent of No Man's Land and yeah. War Games. No Man's Land, War Games is something else, but the okay. No Man's Land. Okay, yeah. so 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 I mean that's another comic I still haven't read, but uh, yeah, it's but like, I can... it, it, it's like seven volumes. It's uh, yeah. it's it's one of those crossovers. So like now that the Gotham is. And the Gotham City is flooded and submerged, kind of like it reminded me of when New Orleans got got hit with Hurricane Katrina in 2005. Because uh, in t- 2007, I went to New Orleans to do recovery, you know, recovery work for. Oh, I don't know. Good for you. That's yeah. uh... So not like immediately, but so two years afterwards, like, and you could and the damage was still there, very prevalent, and so now that the Gotham is. Flooded. I thought that this opened doors, at least this is my prediction, but I think this opens doors for Penguin to become the big bad or introduce Mr. Freeze because uh, Matt Reeves seems very keen yeah, on Yeah, I've Mr. read that, that interviews uh, and uh, I, that has me, that has me um, interested because I was afraid that he might go uh, Nolan and not be willing to introduce some of the uh, crazier... Yeah, more fantastical villains, and I, I like my fantastical villains. I like my Mister Freeze, my Man Bats, my uh, my Killer Croc. 
Killer Croc. Killer Croc. <laughs> I, I, but, I like uh, those guys, and they've never been brought on uh, uh, to the screen yet in the, any. I, th I think Matt Reeves is Bat Gotham City slash Batman opens up for more fantasy elements than Christopher Nolan's like this Gotham. There it opens up, even though it's a very noir Batman because it's constantly every night it's constantly raining in Gotham City, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but Nolan had a, like a boner for like re, in quotation realism, and didn't want to do Robin. Uh, all all the villains versus sort of these tamped down versions of himself. Like Joker was not chalk white; he had just scars. And I'll, it's its own version. I don't just bring bring realism in Batman. It's not necessarily my main concern. There's a difference between you know that. Uh, and uh, with you know the the last Schumacher movie, was, <laughs> which was like not even a cartoon, it just it was aesthetically it, it just weird with those statues everywhere with the Batman Batmobile rides on the fingers of giant statues. It just it was a bizarre movie. But uh, I'm glad you know he also mentioned Robin. I'd be up for a decent Robin movie uh, where he's not played or, by a 40 year old. I mean, but. I guess like it won't be for until like a third movie or at least presumably a third movie that we get a Robin because like this bat Pattinson's Batman still very young so like I, they can do whatever I mean I I, I want to still celebrate the triumph of that movie because we 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 talked about the Riddler we talked about Catwoman uh, uh, we haven't talked too much about Batman but before we do that I want to bring up this guy the Penguin played uh, by an unrecognizable Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. It, it's been said before, but let's say it again. He's, he's incredibly unrecognizable in that role. So I'm a, So this is what I'm going to... I don't think Colin Farrell like went on a diet or like a mass food eating binge to gain that weight. Like I heard it was all prosthetics. So the Academy Awards, if you guys are listening to our episode, give the Best Makeup Artist Award to the Batman because like... Nothing in 2022 is going to beat Colin Farrell's penguin makeup. And oh, no, no, nothing, so. nothing. It, it yeah. is, it, 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 the, the thing is that the makeup, sometimes when they put actors and makeup, you can still see the actor there, you know, yeah. let's, let's put this person in a fat suit or let's make uh, this person into an alien, but it's, you still see the actor. No, no, they, they created Oswald Cobblepot. I believe that like, the combination of Farrell and a makeup artist, they created a new being. They, car they created Oswald Cobblepot, Oz, as he's called, or the Penguin, mm -hmm. as he doesn't like to be called. And yeah. it's 100% it, 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 believable. believable. It's, uh, it's, it's a real human being. Nothing looks fake about him. It's, and you, you completely forget that you're looking at... at, at he reminds me of like a, a very, he reminds me of Al Capone when towards the end of his life is what he reminded me yes. of. Yes. And I you know I love them. Some, he has some of the best lines. Like he's, what is that? What is that? Bad, bad, good cup, bad shit cup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the end. Yeah. At the, at, and then uh, in the car chase, when he's like running away from the Batman, he's like, did you see that? Did you see that? And the Batmobile just flies through the flame. Ah, I got you! Ah, I got you! 
<laughs> which, by the way, was not CGI. Mad Reeves said they actually flew the muscle car, or which is kind of like based on the Batmobile in this movie is kind of built off a of Camaro chassis and body frame. And it, it, they actually, the production team actually like flew that Camaro muscle car into flames to achieve that scene. Apparently, the 70s Batmobile was actually just a muscle car with a sort of Batman Batman face on top. So I, you know what? I, I There's not a Batmobile that I've disliked. Uh, yeah, I would say I would agree that, that too. And uh, I mean, because like I was biased towards this Batmobile because like I used to validate. I mean, you're a gear ass too. I mean, yeah. But uh, yeah, Penguin uh, didn't get as much scene, even though he was marked, he didn't get as much scenes because he wasn't quote unquote the big bad yet. But I do know that HBO has already greenlit a penguin show. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I if I I, I, you know, uh, I, I want to see more of that character. Yeah, so, but uh, yeah, man, the, the penguin was like but the but the nightclub, what was the nightclub called? The 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 iceberg lounge. Yeah, the iceberg lounge. So I know it was like shared between him and Balcony, but because like the way the club was set up and there's like like uh, Zoe Kravitz and Selena Kyle says uh, there's a club within the club. It reminded me of this club that I went to a lot in Budapest because like this, I forget the name of the club in Budapest, but when my friend and I went, like there's like seven layers. There's like seven different layers and seven like different clubs within a club and then and as you get in more inside there's another club inside it and it was awesome and i was like that's just like budapest <laughs> no i you know i there's so much i enjoy but we we, we got to talk about our our main guy that the title character the batman so first off i love pattinson's voice as batman it was very clear and articulate but instilled fear the hell are you supposed to be i'm vengeance so in this this batman we never got or in in this film we never got to see the duality portrayal between bruce wayne and batman i we i felt like they were the same person this entire oh they, they, they definitely he hasn't uh you know, I, I've, I've had discussions and I think I've even mentioned to you online that I'm really upset by uh, Pattinson's Bruce Wayne hair that looks disgusting and unpolished. Like there's no difference, <laughs> difference between Bruce Wayne and Batman. And I think in the sequel, the way the movie ends, if I were writing a sequel, I, I'd bring the Bruce Wayne persona more in and play with the image so that you know he because uh, bruce wayne can have a you know, when you think about it uh, with this uh, influence a better more positive influence than the batman the batman is oh, yeah. is it's more like a control mechanism and bruce wayne could be but it it, it works for that the context like of a young batman that doesn't found like, that hasn't mastered every aspect of his uh cruise he's only uh, uh on the second year of the Gotham Project, as it's written yep. in his notebook. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I did too. And he even explicitly writes second year, year, year two, right? Uh, yeah, I think he does. Yeah. And then uh, I personally liked Andy Serkis's 
Alfred, but I know some people were kind of turned off because like, uh, because uh, this Alfred focused or definitely characterized Alfred as like a former SAS uh, age operative with a very military past. And so like, he's more of like a mentor and teacher and kind of like, inf- like, you know, pushes Batman, Bruce Wayne to become Batman. Like, you know, he talked, he talks about how I couldn't be the father that you always deserved. So he, he was not the wholesome Michael Caine or Michael Go of the past, or even Jeremy Irons for that matter, but, or Ray Fiennes and Lego Batman. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. But you know, I, I felt like he had a little bit of the, uh, 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 my, my, Michael King Batman, like he had warmth to him, but not as uh, and he clearly cared for Batman. But he was, he had also Jeremy Irons that like there's more accent, he's not your typical English butler like Michael Go was. Like he's he's a bit more modern, but I, I like him. Uh, I I've read rumors of that movie, and honestly, thank god they didn't pull the trigger because I'm, I'm I honestly thought that was gonna happen when when that. That scene yeah, well, so so spoiler episode. So yeah, when when he when he gets blasted, I'm pretty sure that he was meant to, that actually because you only see him in one other scene when he's the, in the hospital. After that, you don't see him for the rest of the picture. You yeah. don't see him even in Wayne the in Wayne Tower because yeah. that doesn't have Wayne Matter in this version. Though. Yeah, they're, they're, they went straight to Wayne Tower, which I appreciate. It's a, it's a different... I, I like the wasn't. The Dark Knight and Wayne Tower kind of because like the Wayne uh, Yes, yes, in this Dark Knight, but in in the Dark Knight Rises, they're back to uh, the, the two Wayne Tower. Wayne I like I, I like this Wayne Tower because like uh, the back Cave is like a sub is like a subway because like when yeah. you're riding the motorcycle, it's it's a secretly a subway station or like a subway tunnel. Yeah, uh, I think that's. Hmm. Because yeah, I, th- I think it mentioned that in you know it, it's on the underground railroad, underground railroad. Yeah. I think they mentioned Batman begins. I don't know if it's because it's connected, but you know the underground railroad was not actually an un- uh, underground uh, anyway. No, it was wanna... a, no, that's a historical <laughs> thing. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, something else. But uh, th- from Batman begins. But you know, I I like that in the comics he's had multiple. Bat caves. There's one under Arkham uh, Arkham Asylum at one point. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm like that. He has one also in the middle of Gotham City. I'm like, oh, it's, it's fine. I I don't care. We don't see it that much. Also, we we see glimpses. There's a lot of bats, which which had me like <laughs> sort of chuckle to myself. He's gonna for the first time he's gonna have like a, a, need a vac- vaccination for rabies uh, and or, co- also, or COVID or COVID because that's. But we're not going to go the there. The Joker but... was right. That's what you're yep. saying. The Joker exactly. was right. Yep. Uh, but yeah, no, I, yeah. I enjoyed that's what I, that's what I, like when he opened the cage, the Riddler's cage, like Riddler's oh. aquarium, and then there's a bat hidden in there. I was like, man, I, I was like, I hope everyone's wearing gloves because they're going to get COVID or rabies. He's wearing like the bat glove, but yeah, yeah I, I, I've read. I don't know if it. I have uh, had a book, uh, How to Be Batman. It might be in my library still, but it, they, they made a point about, yeah, if you're going to have a bat cave, you're probably going to have to kill all the bats and then make sure that it all the bats that come into the bat cave from here are actually vaccinated uh, for against rabies so you don't get rabies yourself, 
or yeah. any other disease. Uh, but yeah, you know, he's gonna need like a, something to protect his equipment from guano because he's got it's yeah. all that, all the the beautiful bat suit, the bat, beautiful cars, all those gadgets gonna be covered in guano. Yeah, I mean, because like bats, because the thing is like bats don't eat like cleanly, so like they leave all their cr crumb, they leave all their crumbs everywhere. So and that's and when other animals eat those crumbs, that's when they are like they become the carriers of virus and then unfortunately transports that to human beings mm, that's yeah. lovely lovely <laughs> the more you know yeah. yeah um but i you know speaking of batman i listen i we must bring the way we are brought into this universe because i thought that was the I, I think that perfectly set up the 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 universe and it's there's doing something that i've never done in any other batman movie which is uh the batman actually uh, narrating uh so it, it's become yeah, a trope I mean, of a lot of super movies but sometimes it's done sloppily like such as in the daredevil movie uh mm -hmm. and it's also a cliche from from film noir but when it's done it's well it's a, but this was a this was very much a film noir batman and i, yeah. I did like the narrative I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, it, it, and it, it's like the Batman Year One. It starts exactly the same way with Batman writing on his journal, and it it, it is the same exact way, which uh, I appreciate because it brings you inside the mind of. We've never been inside Batman's mind. We've seen him go through his challenge in Batman Begins, but we never heard his thoughts. And here we're we're hearing him, hearing him think. And you see the world of Gotham City, and it sort of looks like New York. It looks like London at times, because obviously it's shot in. It's in shot. It's shot in Liverpool. Oh, for our listeners, it's shot in Liverpool, which is where Daniel Craig is actually from. And but I do know the ending scene is in Glasgow, Scotland. And they apparently they, there's some second unit shot in uh, in, in Chicago. Uh, so the car so the car chase scene was all Chicago. So Pattinson and Matt Reeves never stepped foot in the united states during filming but <laughs> but but the stunt team did or oh, or even or, or for lack of a better word penguin colin farrell's penguin didn't even step foot in chicago it was just the second unit team jesus well they did the, so it's seamless uh i yeah. must say but they they, they also there there's some cgi there's some composite compositing because it looks like times square but it's times square on steroids but it's also yeah. a little bit blink runner-ish and you hear this yeah that's narrative. what i thought too yeah oh it's clearly it's clearly yeah. uh, inspired by blade runner uh, which is a compliment, by the way, because <laughs> uh, oh, that's a good-looking picture. Uh, but you know, you see all, all the the crepitude of Gotham City. You see all those goons, but here Batman talk about, yeah, now they, I have a light. I, I'm not going to do the voice, but he talks about the fact that criminals are afraid when they see the light, they, the the bat signal, they get afraid. I love that line. He says, uh, "It's not a calling card." It's a warning. It's, it's yes, it's it's, yeah, it's great. And you see that that guy that just robbed the grocery store, and he walks out. And he's running, and he he sees the signal, and he and looks he gets, at a dark and alley, gets, and he's like, "Oh no, I'm 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 staying in the light." Yeah. And when you first see him, you don't see him at, at first. You just hear him walk, and he just oh god, I love that that shot when he. Oh, oh, we need to talk about it. I love that uh, Batman's Batarang is also part of his emblem in a suit because he takes it out 
of his chest and then like throws it. He throws like, it? You know, you know, like the the you know the or like when he's like cutting the when he's like going yeah, through the crime scene. Yeah, he uses the, the one rumor I heard, and I'm glad they didn't do it. I thought that was much more interesting what they did. I, I heard rumor. I kept apparently in the about well, not apparently, I know in the comics he kept the gun that Joe Chill used to kill uh, his parents. And the rumor I heard is that he he would like the the the, the, the his sign is his sort of emblem was made from that gun, sort of huh. which I'm like, and oh, that's when I heard that, I, I, I was like, "Oh, that, that's that's kind of stupid." Yeah. I didn't like that, and I but I like, oh, it's it, they made they turn it into a tool. I thought it was, oh, that's brilliant. Let's turn it into a tool. It's it's something akin to Superman two to bring a movie that's almost forty years for the years. Oh, actually, it is forty years old. A sentimental replica of a planet long since vanished. No style at all. I expect. Better manners for my guests, Odd. We must combine our strength. Um, but I, I, I kind of like that, uh, that it's a tool now. Pat's Batman, he also, when he glides, like his cape actually turns into like the the... I don't know what those things are called. A uh, wingsuit. No, well, wingsuit. Yeah. yeah, a wingsuit. And he doesn't always just use it like when he, like the time when he's like confronting Selena Kyle and Commissioner Gordon, played by Bonds very young, Jeffrey Webby. Like he doesn't, like when he's like going off the building, he repels instead. And I was like, wow, I was like, Dude, that's really cool too. And then I like the, 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 the mechanisms that he has on his arms. I, you know, I, I really liked that. When the first time he uses the glide suit, it looks like the first time he uses the glide suit because yeah. he's like, "Oh shit, Batman's afraid in that movie. He's yeah. generally afraid. He's like, okay, um, that's the first time I'm gonna do that. So uh, let's." And then, like when he like when he and he when he's like trying to release the chute, the chute gets stuck in the tunnel, and then he and oh, he collapses oh, it's on the ground. Nasty fall that he takes. Yeah. He's like limping after. I love that. I love that. It's. Uh, a human Batman that actually makes mistakes, hasn't yeah. figured everything, but is still, you know, willing to improve himself. Uh, uh, you know, I, I love the ending. I've, I've got to bring the ending because that's my favorite. My favorite moment of the movie is it's, it's at the end of the movie when like the after the flood when he he brought everyone outside and they're on the roof. He be, and, and he becomes the hope of hope of God. Hope and he's, and of God. Yeah, he's God putting a kid in a stretcher and he's just covered in mud. And he's just like any other sort of uh, emergency person. And just, yeah. I, I, th- I thought it was, oh, this is uh, the, the first time. The, the mo- it's, to me, it was the most heroic moment of any Batman movie. Just the, the fact that he sort of comforts comforts another human being so it's not about, oh yeah about uh, uh defeating the bad guys it's you know comforting somebody so, who's traumatized so this movie had a very good arc of batman without fully rebooting the character and like and copying rehashing batman begins against because we start out with batman like you said he makes mistakes he still hasn't figured it out and the city itself doesn't trust him at all because like they're like you're why are you guys hiring vigilantes but at the end he becomes a symbol of hope yeah 
uh, let's talk about let's talk about Gordon. Gordon, he's, uh, commission. He's not yet Commissioner Gordon. He's just he's, he's a just, lieutenant. He's just an honest cop. So wasn't Gary Oldman a lieutenant, right? Uh no, he's he, in the Batman, he starts the Batman as a sergeant and sergeant becomes a, a lieutenant and then a, a becomes a captain and then becomes a, a commissioner. Uh, anyway, yeah, he, potentially he's commissioner. Yeah. But uh, he, he, you know, he's I really like the the the, the way they work together because you know they did yeah, that I a did. little bit in Batman Begins, but it it doesn't feel like a partnership. Yeah, I did like I really like that too because like not just Batman Begins, but all three or the first two Nolans more so than Dark Knight Rises. Like whenever Batman appeared, all the cops disappeared and and kind of like gave Batman and Gordon privacy versus like Batman is actually entering crime scenes with Gordon, which I, I was like, wow, I was like, he's, this is actually pretty new. He's kind of like Sherlock Holmes, Sherlock Holmes and walking the crime scene. And yeah. I, you know, I love some of them, the tech with the sort of the, um, the, uh, the contact lenses that are actually record everything that Batman sees. So it's like, it, that, I like that too. It's like a Mission Impossible Ghost yeah. Protocol. I, I like that. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. That's, uh, that's useful. <laughs> Uh, you know, I love Gordon the way him and Batman are actually. He's sort of the Robin of that story. Like he's, yeah. they're they're actually partners trying to solve the case, and I I love that. That's something we've never seen. That's something that they do quite often in the comics. They the, the Gordon is more like a, uh, especially when they tell earlier uh, or tales of Batman, Gordon and Batman, and eventually RV Dent are all in together. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I hope they do, uh, they do one with RV Dent where he's still a good guy and maybe uh, turn him for the third film. Because RV Dent, you know, I always saw, saw them like, it's kind of like Kirk Spock and uh, McCoy. And mm-hmm. one of them gets <laughs> blown up and it breaks yeah, the, the, the triumphant. But, but we get a mention of Sal Mar- But isn't Sal Maroney in jail? Yeah, Sal Maroney is in jail already. So maybe in a in a in an appeals hearing because you know he's in jail but he hasn't been sentenced yet so maybe in an appeals hearing he'll throw acid at Harvey Dent's face because <laughs> like I, Harvey Dent's the prosecute the DA so yeah I, I you know I, I'll 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 be interesting to see what they if they decide to bring that character but to to, to see how they uh, they're gonna create the the uh, the, the makeup because I'd be you know I I, I love the Dark Knight uh, interpretation but I'd love. Now, seeing how great the makeup looked on on uh, Colin Farrell, Colin Farrell, I, I'd love to see like uh, just basic makeup, maybe not as like charred uh, as he, he is uh, in the Dark Knight, like just somebody's burnt. But mm-hmm. very, I, I'd be interested to see to see an interpretation. Even Mister Freeze, uh, I, 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 he's one of my favorite villains actually. Uh, you know, everyone loved the Joker, and the, you know, the Joker also makes an appearance. We, we spoiler in that movie, apparently Barry, played by Barry Keegan from Eternals. I would like to see a Joker, uh, you know, re- another reinterpretation re-inter- of Joker, but I would much rather see another movie focused on Penguin or, or Mister Freeze than Joker. Oh, uh, just I, I want to see new villains. But the thing is that, you know, they they've you know they, they've done a movie with. Uh, how many villains we we got catwoman that's considered a villain but in the movie she's more like a frenemy yeah we got the riddler we got the penguin 
we got Salvatore. No, I'm sorry. We got Car- Carmen. Carmen. Okay. And he's technically a comic book villain. And we also have the end, the Joker move, the Joker showing up, which makes it the first time that the Joker, Catwoman, the Penguin, and the Riddler have been on screen together since in a movie since 1966. That's awesome. Mic drop. Yep. You and your trained exploding shark. Oh, crack! How should I know they'd have a can of shark repellent back spray handy? Why are you sniveling sardine? Are you pompous, puffed up penguin? Your friends make peace. Have a shake on me. <laughs> Ooh, a joke a day keeps the gloom away. Sick of Megatee. Scratch out their eyes. Take away that ravenous panther. Oh, help me, Catwoman. I'll feed him to the birds. I'll incapacitate the beast with my trick confetti. United Underworld. <laughs> Props to you, Matt Reeves. But uh, here's a here's a question for you: uh, Who would you want to play Mister Freeze and Two Face and Harvey Dent? Oh God, Harvey Dent! You need somebody. I've heard, I've heard, I've heard. Uh, John Barenthal, and I was like, I I could actually see that. Oh no, and he's too like you need some. And my interpretation of 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 Harvey Dent is that before his accident, he, like he he was a pretty boy, wholesome. like a oh, very wholesome guy. Yeah, but very manicure. Not necessarily wholesome, because obviously he's... He, yeah, he's not. He's At the end, like, he turns out to be a psychopath. But uh, what's, the, what's the kid who was doing all those high school musical movies? Zac, Zac Efron. Yeah, maybe a Zac Efron. Like, uh, he's, actually, he's actually a good actor. So, yeah. And he, he actually played a psychopath in a Netflix film. So no, there he, you go. He, like played Ted, he played he played he played Ted Bundy. And he, so yeah, and he's around the same age as Pattinson too. So, so uh, good yeah. good good on you, Matt. You're Matt. You're hitting home runs. Every question, every reference, fed. I, I like that. I'm gonna steal that from uh, you. Who would you cast as? Uh... I said a uh, John Barenthal because like I could because I could see the duality, but I like Zacafon better. I, like, <laughs> I think well, I think Bern- that's a better. Barenthal is 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 much when he's in, in his fifties. So yeah, and then now Mr. Freeze, Mr. Freeze would be hey, Mr. Freeze is hard because part of me wants to cast bring back Arnold, Sh- bring back Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I've lost um, some some of the people that the, 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 I think it's on the what's the the thing with the the, the action figures that uh, uh, Robo Chicken they always yeah. portray him with a German accent, which I'm I'm like it's kind of funny, but that the it's Michael and Sarah who uh, who voiced them in the avid series and he plays them i failed you i wish there were another way for me to say it i cannot i can only beg your forgiveness and pray you hear me somehow some place some place where a warm hand waits for mine well, so, how would you describe how would you describe Mr. Freeze, and then maybe I could uh, I, cast him. Yeah, the thing is that he's because he was know, good. Uh, uh, you know what? You know what? I mean, you know what? I, I think I just I just got it because you need somebody who's who's trying to to port. He, he says that he's dead to emotion, but deep down, he's he's, he's, he's like he says, "All oh, my eyes is my heart is frozen. I can't, I don't feel anything." But deep down, he's just rage incarnate uh about zachary quinto as mr freeze 
that's a that's 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 very good actually i'll, I'll like that too that and he and he also worked with michael jacquina in star trek not necessarily yeah. matt reese so no that's that's very good uh so you're, you're a two for you're like the you're, you're hitting grand slams tonight but i was gonna let's, let's keep it going who else do you want me to cast for the batman sequels when you said the way you describe uh freeze when you said he's cold but deep down he has emotions you know who came to me who was the first person that came to my mind no da no. daniel craig because uh, actually uh, that's that's oh but you know he won't he won't do it he, 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 he won't do he won't, he won't do, do, it, do but, that like he he did put makeup on him and i uh, but he, but he has he already he already has an ice cold eye so that could yeah, be that, could actually, that that that's actually that would be I, I could definitely see that. That's actually that's actually a friggin' good idea for a Mr. Freeze. I could definitely see him shave his head, put him in a like a like a refrigerator and put, suit, and put that up glass mask. Oh, they need to do the glass dome. Like, yeah, don't, yeah, don't build him a robo suit like yeah. he has on the Arkham games. But now, you know, like uh, I said this to Edgar in a. Uh, in our No Time Die episode is uh, the line in Casino Royale where Judy Dench says, uh, I would ask you to remove your emotions out of this when she's, when he sees Solong's death, but that doesn't seem to be your problem, Bond. And Bond quickly replies, no, but, and that was the irony of Daniel Craig's portrayals. Like he portrayed himself, he got introduced to a very cold-blooded, emotionless Bond, but deep down, he was the Bond who really cared. And I think that's why, and the way you described that, I was like, Daniel no, no, Craig you, 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 I, I, I can definitely see it. When you mention it, I'm like, my, mine is a little bit cheap, but yours is inspired casting. Uh, I, but, you know, Craig wouldn't do it. I, I, I can't see him do a Batman. I could, villain. I could see him because, like, because I, I've oh, heard I, rumor, I, I can I, see him, but I don't think it's the, the type of role he'd be interested in. Especially. I mean, I think he will be more interested because it's not—it's not, it's not going to be a physical role like James Bond will be, and he's not going to be in every single scene like in No oh, Time Dice. So, like, so he—he'll finish all scenes like three, four weeks, three, maybe six weeks at max, and then oh, he's done. But imagine, so, yeah, he, I think I'm going to actually do a, 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 a find a clip of him as James Bond and put the voice modulation that they use for the the Mr. Freeze voice just to see uh, how it would sound. So here's the clip. I have some unfinished business. Here's another one. The whole office goes up in smoke and that bloody thing survives. And a third one. Except it did stop, didn't it? Right here. I mean, so like now that now that he's got James Bond out of the way, he can do any role that he wants. And I've, I've always heard the rumor that he should be approached for Magneto, which would be per which I thought would be brilliant, but uh, no, I, I like Mr. Freeze as Daniel Craig. Was Mr. I know, Freeze. I, I, I like the idea of Mr. Freeze, uh, played by Dallin Craig. That's actually like that, that's very smart choice. And he's 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 he'd be physical enough and he's old enough, you know. And you can, you yeah. know, Mr. Freeze always motivated by his wife. Uh, you can have him play a scene with Rachel Weiss. Uh, playing Nora, Nora Freeze for a, a short cameo, and they can both be on a Batman movie and get a yeah. paycheck. Yep, and and they, their scenes won't be that long because like he's not the lead actor, so no. But that's yes. actually yeah. So like casting, 
Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I just got a text on my watch. I got a text from my beeper. Your, from your beeper? Beeper. Yeah. You know, you know, the thing from the 90s, because, uh, you know, John, uh, Carmine Falcone gave me a beeper because like, he wanted me to sell some of his drugs in downtown <laughs> Detroit. Because, <laughs> you know, beep, we use, you know, drug dealers use beepers because uh, they don't want to be traced by cops. Oh, OK. What is my beep? My beeper actually actually has texts. No, it actually has some riddles from. Uh, let's see who is from Chick Chick. It's not from Car- Falcone. That's not a F. It's a, it's a is it an M? No, it's a backward M. So it's a W, and then it's coming out. It's it's in dark letters with a with a, with a white background from Monsieur. Monsieur White, Monsieur Blanc, Monsieur White. And he asked me, Jason, does Detroit have people everywhere? Or does Gotham have people everywhere? Yes. Uh, Let me get the card so I can read everything. (laughs) Because I never remember. Uh, We have people. uh, Yeah, we have our, our, our Facebook page. Oh, my board actually fell. Uh, the Jay's Bond Complex. We have Twitter, the Bond Complex. We have Instagram, the Jay's Bond Complex. And our website, thejamesbondcomplex.com. We are hosted by Anchor at anchor.fm. We or are Spotify. Vi- Spotify. Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And please give us a five-star Golden Gun review. Thank you. So, I mean, uh, I don't know what we're doing uh, next week, but I know that whenever the bat signal shines once more, you and I will take a trip trip back to Gotham City. Yes, we will. And you guys can find me at Instagram at JSXON88. In the year of 2022, you will continue to see things that are, you will continue to see posts that are related to Fleming, to film and everything in between. Oh, I have to do it because Edgar is not here. Mm-hmm. All right. So, without further ado, uh, yeah. au revoir et bonne nuit. Merci. Tirojozo kamsamnida. Anyo ingeso. Arigato matane. Thank you. <laughs>